Okay, so this week, what are we? We're we're gonna do some uh, some some Christmas comic book story pitches. pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that's what we're doing. Okay, so like, oh, the Silver Server finds the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's it's inside Galactus's butthole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's the like real power hole. cosmic. His event horizon. He crossed it. I hear you can't come mm. back from that. Or Sa- no. Santa breaks his no. leg, and Blade has to deliver all the presents. How's Blade gonna do it? Well, he'd call up his good friend Ghost Rider, and he could just uh, like a flying, oh yeah, flaming uh, motorcycle in the sky with a big sleigh hitched to it. It's the Midnight Christmas Suns. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. He's just throwing uh, presents off Blade yeah. back there. Yeah, Morbius the... has a big glowing nose. Yeah. He's the... leading the the pack. Or the story of how Booster Gold took the last room at that inn. And that's why baby Jesus was born in a manger. Because Booster Gold. A total accident, too. He He's wasn't trying to make that happen. He's not sleeping in a manger? <laughs> Come on, I'm a big deal of the future. And the, uh, the, the myth of Santa Claus is actually just Bruce Wayne traveling back in time. Mm-hmm. And then he mm. becomes an old man. Oh, he got with shot a with beard. a time gun. Yeah. And he gave some guy one present and then... The whole thing blew up. And it's the only present Bruce ever got for anyone. Except for that time he got Superman (laughs) a gift card, I think? Yeah. That's true. Or uh, just cash. I think it was just cash in an envelope. Bingo. Bingo scratcher tickets. And uh, the kid kid he actually gave that... that one gift to that, like, disillusioned this child so much, it it set their life uh, totally, totally askew. A young Joe Chill. Oh, Batman. Ruined his life. He gave me this gun. Guess I better use it. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. Hey, what's it, What's written on this gun? Check off. I thought it was just like a lighter. I didn't mm-hmm. know it should. He should could have, have just given him the pearls that he wanted so badly, and they could all could have been avoided. That's what he wanted. Like, you got wanna, a gun. I just want to wear the pearls. I just want to wear the pearls. Mm-hmm. Let me be me. Yes. Oh, Batman, you really... Oh boy, you really couldn't have made this situation worse if you tried. So we have that and so many more. Yeah, let's do other ones. <laughs> yeah, let's do better ones. Or maybe much worse. These uh these cold opens are getting longer and longer. <laughs> this may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality it's very serious, ladies. Zero issues coming podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, listeners. We're talking about Jenga over here. You caught us in the middle of Jenga talk. It's something that we like to do. Jenga. Just just the three of us. Yeah. We could well, be the number know, one Jenga podcast. You take the from the middle and you put it on top. You take the cow from the middle and you put him on top. And we're both in the middle, but now we're on top, and our whole crew's with us. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> if, if you could, if you, when you're done this episode, just look up if there is a Jenga podcast, and if there isn't one, let us know because we could totally corner that market. Do the work for us, please. We're not. We're I got. Not, I got not, Jenga right over there. I can see it. It's a limited edition Donkey Kong Jenga. Whoa, that's a good Jenga. Oh, man. That and more on JengaCast. Actually, last week, we had like a toy commercial as the cold open. Uh, The the sound of uh, cubes falling 
was actually Jenga blocks. So a little peek behind the curtain. Uh. Anyway, I'm Kyle. I, I I'm not I'm Brian. I'm not qualified to be on Jenga cast. Don't know that feeling. I've never had that feeling before. Uh and <laughs> I'm Merc. Full stop. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all. I need. Take that That's momentum. <laughs> Short and sweet, baby. Short and sweet. All right, let's get to the news. Current zero news flash. So the the bigger news: uh, Netflix cancels Cowboy Bebop um, after less than three weeks of wow. its first season coming out. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's a big cowboy slap in the face. Um, see you later. See you next like no time, No real cowboy. explanation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they hyped it so much. They made such a big deal out of it. I mean, like, I, I don't... I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know what they expected, I, I guess. It wasn't a huge, huge, huge success right out the gate, and that's what Netflix yeah. does. If, if something isn't mm-hmm. huge, it's not going to get more than one season. That's true. Yeah. They're yeah, they are pretty quick to cancel. They're like they're like the new Fox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On Rotten Tomatoes it had like fifty four percent with fans, forty six percent with critics, mm-hmm. which isn't good, but it's not horrible. Um but the the actual like hardcore fans seem to really dig it that it was like a very good interpretation of it. So. Well it's it's sort of got like a, a Sam Raimi Spider Man sort of thing to it where it's it's not like a real life thing. It's it's an adaptation of an anime and sort of sticks close to that, it, which can be hard to pull off. But I mean, like, absolutely, yeah, definitely points for effort. A, a bit of a weird little news: a bevy of rarely seen Kirby art has been unearthed and is going up for auction. Um, he there obviously he started with Marvel, then he did the thing with DC and went back to Marvel and kind of went all over the place. Yeah. Um, but not a lot of people know that he did animation work. Um, oh, right. Working oh, yeah. with a couple of different animation companies. But uh, one in particular, Ruby Spears Productions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his work with this animation company, uh, a bunch of drawings suddenly, I don't know, they didn't really explain where they, where they were being stored and somebody discovered them. Um, so tons of drawings for Warriors of Illusion, Mighty Misfits, Roxy's Raiders, Future Force, Dragon Spies, Gargoids, Power Plant, um, <laughs> which I if don't don't feel bad if you have not heard of that. I know none of them, none of those made it to production. Oh, okay. Uh, they they never actually were made. They were all like in pre-production phase, and it was all of Kirby's like just sketches for characters and like scenes okay. and just ideas kind of I, I choose to believe power plant was like a plant creature who works at a power plant and it's just sort of a <laughs> I hope so it, I it's hope swamp so. thing um, it's a toxic avenger yeah one could only hope uh, I think it's the same company that did like Thundar the Barbarian Turbo Teen and Centurion yeah. oh Turbo Teen yeah did. good yeah yeah which all did get to production but uh yeah uh, I also did that great Mega happen. Man but, show. No, the other great uh, Mega Man show. They were both so great. I mean, uh, one of them was uh, Ian Corlett. That one wins. That's that's fair. That's fair. It's American as hack. Okay. Um, so, uh, it's not really news exactly. It was something that just noticed. Grant Morrison actually did 
an interview with, I guess, like a YouTuber, and he, as far as I can tell, it's like, seems to be like a young, a pretty young kid, or like a young-looking, very young-looking person, um, just with a channel, and it doesn't seem to be like a big channel or anything, they only have like, like, literally 568 subscribers, <laughs> and Grant okay. Morrison did a two-hour interview with them. Wow. Uh, which yeah. is... Very cool. You mean there's hope for us? Yeah, there no. there might be actually. There might actually. Yes. No, no, we're not. Uh, we're not. We're not cute kids. We're. Uh, I, I don't know. If they, you know we're seems like ugly adults. Yeah, we're ugly adults. Um. So I guess uh, Grant. Uh, they had gotten to. Uh, said. Uh, basically, when they were writing uh, the new the new one, Superman and the Authority, it was a miniseries that came out this year. Um, and I guess right. this was supposed to be to do with 5G, and it just, he, this, people are sort of, like, opening up more about, like, how DC was run a couple of years back, so I guess, uh, it was literally pitched by Dan DiDio to Morrison, and he wanted him to, wanted him to write a book about an old Superman who is a super right-wing authoritarian with his new team, The Authority, to, like, take over the world, basically, and, like, wanted Grant Morrison to write this story, and apparently Morrison... Uh, was so horrified <laughs> that he literally said he would write it to prevent that story from being told. So wow. apparently that's literally why Superman and the Authority happened. He was just, like, Morrison was, they were just saying, like, uh, he said, I just uh, said, uh, I just said, sigh, sigh, I don't want to see, Superman's not a right-wing authoritarian. That's not how you do it. If you would let me do a version of Superman that's like a dad, and then he j apparently was just, like, literally begging, like, please don't make him a right-wing tyrant guy. That's just not Superman. So he, ba uh, they were basically begging, you know, please don't do this. I'll write it if you just let me not do this. <laughs> so uh, that seems like a backwards way to stop that. I've read a yeah. bit of it, and it's pretty good. I like it. Actually. I, I, I do want to watch it. I, I read it. I mean, I am a big Morrison fan, obviously, but I mean, I just found that so the openness of like saying, you know kind of throwing that out in the middle of the room. I feel like a lot of times people don't talk out too much about this stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Dan DiDio is gone, gone, I guess, because uh, Grant Morrison is just going on some very small YouTube channel and uh, just saying, like, yeah. <laughs> just saying whatever he wants. That's awesome. Whatever yeah. It's amazing. That's how it works. It's wonderful. Okay, I'm pissed, and in half an hour I'm going to come up on drugs to watch for it. <laughs> yeah, so... It to end off this segment of the news, um, of course, it, it's probably the biggest news that we have, but it's the saddest. Yes. Um, so that's a good thing we're ending on it. Mm. Um, we, always, we always do. Comics legend uh, George Perez has announced that he has uh, stage three inoperable cancer. And, yeah. Uh, in, in an interview uh, and kind of a post, very open about it very honest about it and very like straight up. I was pretty blown away by how he put it all together. Really? Yeah. Uh, very, very honest that he probably does not have very long and very almost pragmatic about it. Like, Oh, we're, we're putting this together. I'm uh, obviously I can't do any more commissions, uh, but I can sign things. So I'm going to sign some stuff like, Oh my God, like you're, you're going through this and you're thinking of that. Like, yeah, just the outpouring of support that came out of this. That um, one thing I think we we were talking about at Brian the weekend that just how nobody could not that you would ever say a bad thing about him, no. at, especially at this point. But 
everything was glowing. Yeah. Everybody was just talking so heartfelt that he was, he's such a great guy and he's so humble. And that's, everybody was just reporting that and talking about that. Like reading stuff like Bill Sienkiewicz was a, is a huge friend of his. Yeah. Um, like lived with him, right? Like said, yeah, he lived with him. He was like a, he was a mentor for like Perez was a mentor for him and just everybody just, glowingly speaking it was so much love about this guy that he was just so fantastic and supportive of everybody up, up and coming in their careers and just even like through the years when Perez was was the name yeah um, just it's still like nothing bad could be said about this guy he was still so humble yeah no no for sure like he like yeah he, he just seems to be literally maybe the nicest you know what I mean just like completely everybody just who's met him or has worked with him just seems to just love him. So, yeah, but I mean, that, and that's the thing too, right? Like he, he said, like he wanted to, his focus was trying to like sign, at least do as much signing as he could as possible and like meeting fans as much as he could, you know, up, yeah. as long as he can. And, you know, that's like his big thing is he wanted to have a big push for that. And I'm just like, that's like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know. You, like you, that, that when he got to that point, it just blew me away. I'm yeah. like, Oh my God. Like, why are you even, yeah. No one would fault you for not even no. discussing this. No, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you could do the, the, whatever no one... you want right now. And he, yeah, exactly. Well, if it's... I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something that, you know, I'm going to do something for fans. And that's that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he has, uh, you know, as long as humanly possible. And I hope he's, yeah. obviously, I hope he's uh, happy and, and, you know, he's going to get tons of nothing but an outpouring of love and support the whole while, obviously. So that's yeah. how it should be. And with that, I think we should go to the warm-up. I think that's a great idea. We are doing a George Perez quiz. Yay! <gasps> I'm going to get destroyed. Welcome to the warm-up. All right, short, short quiz. This isn't a big one. This is uh, five questions. Some a little more complex than others. Some pretty straightforward. First one. What is credited as George Perez's first professional work in comics? And like, if you can't, you can, if you can name the comic or the year or anything of it, of what it's about. Oh my God. I'll give you the point. It's, I never would have known this if I didn't look it up. Oh no. Oh my. Uh, Oh no! If you if you can name the company, oh boy, that Archie, Archie, uh, EC. I'm kidding. No, it was Marvel. I'm joking. Oh, Marvel, uh, Marvel Comics Astonishing Tales number twenty five <clears throat> from August of seventy four, mere months before I was born. Uh, it was a two page satire of Deathlock. Oh, okay. Deathlock was kind of big at the time and he just it was like a, an little thing yeah <laughs> whatever um yeah it was just a little think. thing death lock uh, death lock who is death lock question two he began as which artist's assistant before that solo debut oh these are hard aren't yeah, they? you're you're making us look like a bunch of scrubs like yeah Why don't, don't you just tell us? <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought I'd give you at least a few seconds. Uh, right. oh, shoot. I have some guesses, but I... I yeah, shoot them out. 
oh no, now I have to actually do it. Um, yeah. like Lopez, I don't, I don't know, I have no idea. It was at Marvel. It's uh, Rich Buckler. Oh, okay. Who, um, I don't know if he's the creator, but Marvel, he worked Marvel. on Deathlock. He worked uh, on Deathlock. Hence, <laughs> I really, the, I can't, I, I just satire. can't picture Deathlock. Deathlock. Oh, oh Deathlock. you're seriously you don't know who Death. Deathlock, Death yeah, dead zombie guy. cyborg guy, right, right, right. Of the Death Hampton Deathlocks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, straight up uh, biography question: Where was he born? New England. <laughs> no. Old England. Old England. <laughs> Old England. California. No. I don't know. Jesus, we're bad. We're bad. We're bad people. <laughs> He's born in the South Bronx. Oh. June fifth, nineteen fifty-four. Question number four. Perhaps you'll uh, get a point. Maybe. Oh, God, I hope. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> I, I, I read a lot of George Perez. I just don't... <sighs> Name two industry awards huh. Perez has received. And it, like I'm not even picking year, just one of the industry awards. By Eisner. And a Harvey. Not that I saw. God really? damn it. <laughs> not that I saw. Another oh, Eisner. An incomplete list. That's right. I was going to say... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, I think he just got one, Eisner. Well, then I get all the points. Every well, he point should get to a me. second one. I think I think he deserves a second yum, yum, one. Yum, 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 yum. Gotta have those points. A Kirby Award, an Inkpot Award, an Eagle mm. Award, a Hero Initiative Award, a Squiddy. Squiddy. And a Wizard Fan Award. Oh, hell yeah. The best one of all. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't all go to Rob Liefeld? <laughs> The last question, name five characters created or co-created by George Perez. He's made, like, a lot of characters. No, I know, I know. talking, like, 200-plus characters, so... Really? Prove it. Name five. Oh, you're not going to trick me with that one. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Uh... Come Why on. are we having such a hard come time? On. Why? Come like, on. What is he known for? Cyborg. Hair. Is like, hair. He's bingo, known for curly bingo. hair. Beast Cy- Boy. Cyborg. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Well, not so, Beast Boy, but oh, he did Beast the Patrol. Re- Patrol. Patrol. Beast Boy. Right. But Starfire, he did do the, the Cyborg, Starfire. Raven, perhaps. Raven. Yep. Anybody else? Nightwing? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean... It's yeah. it's a the different actual, identity. I think that the, night, that the Nightwing purse, but he's listed as yeah. Can you can you name any uh, Marvel characters that he created? Triathlon from the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that listed, but could have been. I, he, he actually was, that made, was on that run. I assume. I assume he, it was him in the. He Coupe made Zay. a couple Wonder of. Man? No, oh. he he did make a couple of uh, fairly big characters. Yeah, Moon Dragon. I mean big, just kidding. I mean, big, strong guy with a, with a big bushy beard. D Man. Wink. No, Marvel. With a big bushy beard. So it's not Santa. Simon Pegg. He's an old guy. Very oh, old. The Maestro. Bingo. Oh yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I think with Peter David, he co-created that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, I'll, I'll, this is I'll embarrassing. <laughs> I will end the embarrassment. Sh- of just And just, and this isn't the, the full list, but like... Give us. Um, I, like several of the, the Serpent Society or whatever, Anaconda, yeah. Death Adder, whatever. Uh, Nova, the female Nova 
Frankie mm-hmm. Ray. Um, yeah. Jocasta. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jocasta, of course. Um, of course. Maestro. Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Was co created by him. Did not uh, know that. White Tiger. Okay. Um, and everyone's favorite, Henry Guyrich. <gasps> ah, I love his, I love his tight really? haircut and his yeah. green yeah. suits. Yep. Um, that's from Marvel DC. He was like part of uh, the Crisis. He was that was a big part of his career. Yeah. Uh, so oh, the monitor, the monitors, and the anti monitors. Yeah. He co created mm-hmm. those. Uh, like you said, like a lot of the Teen Titan stuff. Pariah, uh, Simon, um, Cheshire, Mammoth, Harbinger, uh, Gizmo, Jericho, Fearsome Five, Doctor Light, Deathstroke, being a big one. Ooh, that's a biggie. Yeah, yeah. right. Of course. Uh, and it's it's listed as Cheetah, but I'm not sure if it's like one of the versions of Cheetah or not. Right. I, I I couldn't figure that out because because that character a, goes back Wonder Woman to like run, the 50s. but yeah. Cheetah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's a new but, version, I'm sure. And and Batman with Bill Finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the end of the quiz. And nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know that's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> we we really we biffed it. We biffed it pretty hard. But, you know what uh, we won is a, is a is a, a a lesson in shame. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure, frankly, I think. He's one of those creators that's that's really big, buddy, and he did a lot of things that everybody's read in, oh, in of course. from key things. But to point yeah. point out things like that is really hard with him. I feel he's it not is. like in the limelight or anything at all. Well it's it the thing is like he's drawn He's drawn like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 had so many definitive runs and definitive comics he's worked on that involves so many characters. Like that was famously what he did. It was like just drew as many characters as he possibly could. So yeah. just like I, Damn, like which one started with him? I don't know. He's just had had such a mark. <laughs> yeah, totally. I agree. That's and that's my, my excuse, excuse too. for biffing it. And with that, I'm opening another beer. Oh, I just spilt everywhere. What the f***? So this week we are we're pitching uh, Christmas comics, as you heard in the intro to the show. And if you didn't hear that, how did you get here? How did you start in the middle? Are you one of those people that goes to the end of the book and then goes back? Oh. Yeah, this isn't a Somebody- memento episode. Mm-hmm. That'll be in April, maybe. Or is somebody? It? Yeah. I hope. I hope somebody like just pl- is playing podcasts as they go to sleep, and then they wake up specifically in this part. We're like, "How did you get here?" And uh, and uh, they're just very alarmed. What have you done, Doug? <laughs> Do Doug. it, Doug. Go back to sleep, Doug. <laughs> Pleasant dreams, Doug. So. Doug! Yeah, so so we're doing we're doing Christmas stories. We we wrote some Christmas stories or some pitches for comics. Kyle, do you want to go uh, first? Yeah, I'd love Let's to go. Do first. it. So my my pitch is for a summer's family Christmas. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, I like it. So you know, like everyone's on the island right now, and they're all you know everyone's on Krakoa, and there's the whole there's the summer house where all the summers is. You know, are supposed so, to live. I don't imagine they actually do. Uh, it's on the moon, and that's tricky. It's on the moon. Uh, but, like, you know, they're so spread out, they don't get together Does for the Does the moon holidays. have summer? 
Oh, it's always, or is it always summer? (laughs) It's always summer where Scott is. That's right. He's the boy of summer. Uh, so, so Rachel, uh, Phoenix, uh, she just, she wants to get everybody together because like, they're so spread out. They're all doing different things. I mean, you can see that they're all in different books, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, she just, she wants to get like a, a, do a family Christmas with like no fighting, no drama, no like big battles or, you know, stuff that tends to happen when they get together. Uh, so the, the, but the thing is though, they're not really tight knit. Like, you know, uh, Cyclops and Havoc get along pretty well. Their dad is like, you know, out in space doing his own thing with his mustache and his cool headband and his, yeah. And his hot second wife. (laughs) They're like a wasp family, except like dad went through some traumas going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Dad is Steven Tyler. (laughs) Uh, Pirate so, Steven Tyler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but even as, as you know, as Summers's go, Rachel isn't like, you know, she's not the heart of the family or anything. She's just someone else who's there who's like, well, I'm kind of And you related. just broke Rachel's heart by saying that. Well, yeah. look, I think she knows. She's from an alternate <laughs> timeline. <laughs> I think you know you have no heart, Rachel. I, I, yeah. I recall her being quite moody about it for quite a while, <laughs> That's actually, true. yes. She's evened out. Kind of <sighs> uh, she goes through phases. We yeah. all do. We all do. We're all people. You don't uh, even know who I am, though. Dad. It's like, yes, I don't. Exactly. <laughs> You're 25. Yeah. Uh, so, so like, everyone's busy and everyone's doing their own thing. And But she's she's on a mission. She's like, I'm going to get everybody together for the holidays. Uh, but nobody really knows her that well. So she's not doing a great job of it. Uh, mm-hmm. so she recruits Jean because everybody likes Jean and everyone will at least listen to Jean. So and if you need to, like Jean can just mind control them. And I say, mean, so could Rachel, going, but that's you're not going. the point. I, I that's guess not that's the true. point. Uh, so they team up and they're, they're trying to get everybody together for the holidays and like Havoc is busy. He's, he's with the Hellions and he's trying to be a bad boy. So they're like. Oh, well, uh, Wolverine's <laughs> coming to this thing. He's like, oh, cool. I love Wolverine. Whoa, Wolverine. You know, we, we used to hang out in, uh, in a Mexico. miniseries. Like, yeah, 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 sure. We know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's definitely going to be there. Uh, and they tell Corsair, <laughs> like, everyone's cool with, uh, with your skunk wife. Bring your skunk wife. Bring the kids. Uh, they tell Vulcan, like, look, everyone wants to hear your cool poetry. Or whatever you do. You're Vulcan? Who is this? Who is this guy again? Vulcan. Adam X uh, is just like, am oh, I supposed Adam to be X. here? Is am I supposed to be here? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I heard he died on the way back to his eh. own planet. Yeah. Is your name Adam <laughs> Summers or Adam X? No, you're not. Oh, yeah. Can't be both. No. Yeah. My middle, it's hyphenated. I don't know. We don't respect I'm, that in this household. I'm Adam <laughs> Autumn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she gets everybody to to the summer house on the moon, where it's winter on the moon. Ooh! Uh, and everyone shows up, and they they realize, oh, we've been duped. Like these things that were promised, uh, they're not true. And everyone's fighting, and and she tried to get Cable to come, and Cable would not because Cable's off doing Cable stuff. Uh, <laughs> but then Cable, cable shows hooking up a home theater up. system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's good. He goes by Bluetooth now. 
He's got one yeah. blue tooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glows. So every, everybody shows up. They know they've been duped. Cable, you know, shows up. And also Kid Cable shows up. They both show up and they're both there. And chasing them is like this big-ass army of monsters and robots and soldier people. Rachel realizes, well, you know, like, this family doesn't especially get along, but there's one thing that they're really good at doing, and that brings them Mm -hmm. together, and that's fighting a bunch of bad guys. So they have a big bad guy fight. And turning on each other and destroying each other. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And hating Madeline Pryor. That's right. Oh, she was not invited. Exactly. not at all. Mr. Uh, Sinister was like, I can whip her. one Alex up. Alex tried, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, come Alex on, like, man. Can I bring Are a plus one? Me? No, you can't bring Madeline for the last time. They had that argument during the giant, like, the robot fight. That's like, right. Just like Cyclops and they were just blasting each other with their powers that do nothing, being like, I said, <laughs> it's weird. And she walks out of a portal and into the fire and destroyed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. They're all They're all functionally immortal. It's fine. That's fine. And that's the meaning of Christmas, is, is uh, yeah. fighting alongside your, your weird family. I like it. I, I love it, actually. That's wonderful. Somebody ought to hire you to write that comic and put that comic into the world, frankly. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, there needs to be more Christmas comics that don't stink. Fun. Yeah. That don't stink butts. But stink, a lot of them st- nasty stink. They always seem to be so sporadic. Like yeah. you don't you don't just really even see annual. them every year. Just make yeah. it an annual. You used to see them kind of every year, and then they kind of fell off the radar. It seemed, and now it's like just yeah, same as the swimsuit and... issue. Yeah, that's true. Can't do they a Christmas go... special. You're too good for a Christmas special. Get the f- out of here. Mm-hmm. They should combine them. You're not Swim... you're not better than Doctor Who. Swimsuits, uh, Christmas special. Everyone's oh, yeah. in their swimsuits. Everyone's in their trunks. <laughs> All right, who would like to go next? I'll go next. Okay. So I'll allow it. <laughs> why, thank you. So mine deals with Santa. Uh, sorry, I just totally like scribbled all this down, and I never reread it, so hopefully it'll make sense as I go through. Uh, <laughs> hopefully it makes sense should just be the tagline of this podcast. Yeah, but. exactly. So Santa, of course, travels on, on Christmas Eve, and... and in, with the reindeer, going from place to place, dropping off presents for good boys and girls. Um, you don't say. Yeah, Santa shit. Yeah. So, Santa's doing his stuff. Uh, and at one point, he's crossing the Pacific. He's going from island to island, whatever is on his route. And mm-hmm. out of nowhere, he kind of comes out of the clouds. There's something giant in his way. And he's like, oh my god, what is this? It's Godzilla. crashes into Godzilla the the reindeer and the sled and the presents go a flying everybody uh, he tries to regain control and just a bit enough to uh, to not crash and die but they he sees a bit of land he lands on this island and like oh my an god an island you say an island uh, not a peninsula like, oh. uh, several reindeer are are down and injured several have already been killed uh, just from that crash. Uh, Donner and Dasher are dead. Nobody liked them anyway. Wow. But nah. uh, 
Auth Donner and Dasher. Little known fact, it's Richard Donner as mm. a... Uh, oh. Uh, and Richard a, Dasher. And Richard Dasher. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dine and Dasher. Um, so some of them are injured. Some of them have died from this impact and the crash. Uh, Klaus gets up and he's like trying to organize everybody and get them together and try to figure out what's going on. Uh, and when they're suddenly attacked by huge spiders, like monster spiders out of nowhere on this, this tropical island, they're like, what's going on? It's, uh, dark and it's smoky and they're trying to run and get out of the way. Um, and Rudolph is like, I'll light the way. And he lights it up and all of a sudden all the spiders just... <laughs> drop on him and tear him to Take pieces. Take that, you showboat. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very uh, not a very good idea now, is it? You misfit. No. So when that Are happens... Are they on the island of misfit spiders? <laughs> could be. Just wait. Uh. Um, so Santa yells like, run! And everybody kind of scatters. Some of them, a couple of them go with Santa. Some of them are off on their own. Now it becomes a tale of survival on Monster oh. Island. Oh, yeah. He only has 364 days to get home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, now, uh, one by one, the reindeer beca- are slaughtered on their own and cre- by increasingly strange creatures. Uh, and it, it gets down to it's just Santa and Vixen because she's feisty. She's a feisty one. Um, mm-hmm. I, and at one point, they're just making their mm-hmm. way through. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to find like a beach or somewhere, or is there anything on this island? Or can we, is there any way we can get out of here? Is there any way we can hide? Uh, when suddenly a cornucopia of monsters begin uh, streaming out of the thickets of this jungle and start to descend on them, when they suddenly hear, STOP! And they stop. They're like, what? And the crowd parts. And Mole Man emerges. Okay. The Mole Man. Because Mole Man has been known to be on Monster Island. And kind yes, of yes. With his, with his moloids, mm. uh, like kind of a, a king of Monster Island in a way. Uh, there's only one king. Thank you very much. Sorry sorry uh, to interrupt you, a, but... Uh, no, no, no. Uh, and as he walks he's, up... He's a Kyle's a Kongian. He's a big believer in... Uh, Kong. Well, anyway, it's a king uh, of a yeah. god. Uh, so, he, Mole Man starts to walk up to Santa. Santa goes to introduce himself and say thank you. Like, thank you so much for, like, I don't know how you did that. And, and Mole Man's like, he's, he's like, oh, I'm, 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 he's about to say Santa. And he's like, Mole Man says, no, no, of course, I know who you are. And he says, come with me, come with me. And he takes him, takes him in, goes into his subterranean realm. He feeds him. He treats him very well. Uh, him and, and Vixen are like, oh, thank God. We, like, we're safe for now. We'll, we'll figure out how we can get home from here. The moloids are all scattered, like kind of in the darkness. Those are those little weird subterranean yeah. Yeah. Uh, creatures that uh, are in the darkness with him. Um, they're all kind of in the shadows and off in, in the background whispering, kind of like a... Uh, and uh, Mole Man says, like, they know who you are. And he's like, oh, he's kind of, Santa's kind of surprised. Mole Man says, and they know what you do, Santa. 
Why have you never bought them gifts? They're good little moloids. They're good little moloids throughout the year. Why have you never brought them gifts? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I never know. And he's just like stumbling. He's not really sure. He's never really thought about it. Like, oh, do wait, I have wait to? Minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> do I have to bring gifts for moloids as well as children? And oh, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, Santa. Everyone is well, someone's now, child. Child. So Mole Man says, well, now you know, Kringle. And so begins Santa's imprisonment on Monster Island, <laughs> victim to the whims of Mole Man. Tune in yeah. next Christmas to find out if Santa and Vixen rebel and battle their way out. Or perhaps Stockholm Syndrome kicks in and the Mole mm-hmm. Man... And uh, North Pole uh, Chris Kringle find love together. The Mole Man and the Pole Man. Yes. Mole Man and Pole Man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why didn't I think of that? Ugh. Son of a bitch. I hate I hate how much that's going to be the episode title. <laughs> that's why we work yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Mole Man and the Pole Man. Oh, boy. <laughs> We, we bring you this content because no one else will. That's right. They refused. They said no. They refused. And we were like, oh, come on. And they were like, well, you do it. And we said, okay. And then the rest then is history. Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Horrifying. And then you listened to it and then you gave us money. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I do like that. And frankly, Mole Man... Has a has a good argument there. That's that's some that's some bullshit. Yep, you Santa. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're up. I have. This is mine. It's also X Men related and Krakoa related. Oh, uh, this is what this is what we do apparently. Uh, my story is a little story that may sound similar to another story you've heard before, but is legally distinct. Unless, of course, it is fair use uh, as a parody. In which case. It was fully intentional. It's about the Summers family. It's, yes, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, mine is a little story called How the Beast, uh, How the Beast Stole Krokoa Day. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> let's just go with me on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds similar to something. Uh, he's a hairy blue guy. Not green at all. Hairy blue guy. He, uh, he's got a lab where he does a lot of stuff alone. Let's just say it's on top of a mountain. Sure, why not? Why I don't not? know. I don't know where his lab is. I haven't been regularly reading that book. Um, he is he is kind of a a, a cr- he, he's kind of a scary dude lately. Uh, the beast is kind of terrifying. He is basically a complete sociopath, mad scientist, um, and he's just gets worse and worse. So he's holed up there by himself. Um, so Krakoa doesn't have like they have their own they're developing their own mutant culture you know what i mean they have like their own thing going on so i don't think they'd celebrate christmas i mean uh kurt might have an issue with that but i don't think they really have any like human holidays well you know yeah 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 catholic great yeah Yeah, i mean he's from what i hear he's got to never mind let's not go there um No, what did you hear? Let's not, let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about Chuck Austin. No, not today. Not, oh. not on Krakoa Day. <laughs> no, 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 not on the Holy Day. Anyway, so Krakoa doesn't really have any holidays, but that's one thing that they felt that they're lacking. So they're like, well, you know what we should do in lieu of a Christmas, we can have uh, something called Krakoa Day, and what we're doing is a day to honor this island, like Where the, we to honor Krakoa that, that gives us to the island. <laughs> It gives us Jesus. Uh, it gives us we our give silence. We give the Jesus. That, she'll be back. It's fine. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is the uh, the Just island that gives them their society, gives them their life, basically, and, and, and is a willing participant, obviously, because, like, it's a conscious being. It's like a mutant island. Um, so they just say December 23rd. Let's just go with it. And, and, and also, frankly, it's a tree-based holiday, and Krakoa often appears as, like, a tree dude, or, like, a tree with a face, like the great Deku tree. He, he, he is a, he appears as a tree, so it's wonderful. Um, so we have, uh, and, and you have a little girl character who is very endearing, uh, who, you know, might be... Someone you you know who really wants to believe in Krakoa Day and just like loves the holiday, and that would be Honey Badger, mm-hmm. and uh, also has her little Wolverine. It's like uh, it's X twenty three, but like another oh, one and younger right, right, and cuter. Right. Right. She's great. I don't even care. It's a great character. Um, okay. So she she really believes in Krakoa Day. She's all about it. She wants like she really wants to celebrate this holiday and gets into it like a kid would. And she's got her cute little animal who is uh, also involved in the uh, her pet that's also involved in all the events. So the Beast though has some problems with this. He he's uh, he's decided that Krakoa might be like they have he he sort of his whole deal is trying to deal with threats in a way that is like getting darker and darker and murkier and murkier morally so he sees krakoa he looks at krakoa and he's like well we're celebrating this this island but i remember getting like captured by this island uh back in the old day and Mm -hmm. he's getting more and more paranoid and he's like this is the thing everything is great here but this island could have a bad day and and we're all dead so he is seeing Krokoa as a threat, and he's, like, celebrating Krokoa, I mean, like, I don't know if that's a good idea, he's not for it, he wants to, he's like, before this goes too far, I need to deal with this problem, and the problem is that, you know, Krokoa is an uncontrollable element to their society, and he's decided that what he has to do is, is basically control Krokoa, like, he has to assert control over the island and, like, take away Krokoa's, uh, agency, basically, Mm -hmm. like, like, try to make it a slave, basically. Kind of turned it into a danger room. Uh, oh, oh. Hmm. Mm. Maybe it's been done before. Anyway, so he, um, basically, so he, like, he's trying to develop this compound, basically, to sort of just, like, put Krakoa into, like, this, like, coma state, almost. A where, vegetative like, state, you mean? Yeah, oh. there it is. So, yeah, and the, uh, as they're celebrating all around, they have, like, Krakoa trees, which are, like, just Krakoas that are growing treed for him, and he has to, like, these are, like, this is Krakoa exposing its, like, conscious self to to them in a way that makes it more vulnerable, so he's sort of, like, having to strike these and try to take away, like, infect him with this compound, and he's doing it, and it, it's, like, you know, kind of ruining this day, and it's taking the Krakoa joy away from everyone, everyone's very concerned about Krakoa. Uh, so Honey Badger, and again, Honey Badger has been bugging Beast for no particular reason, just sort of showing up at the lab, talking about how she's excited about Krakoa Day, because he wants to cheer, he wants, she wants to cheer him up. Yeah. Because he just seems like he's, you know, he, she has no connection with this guy, because he's, he's gone kind of sociopath. And she's always um, walking kind around of grunchy. in, like, a, a big yeah. uh, sleeping bag, so you don't see her legs, and she just yeah. kind of shuffles around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's and the Wolverine's go messing with his experiments. Us. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he does this, and everyone is sort of like, everything's still working okay, but everyone's just like, oh, like, Krakoa is just, you know, everything's fine. He just, Krakoa doesn't really seem to be, like, conscious anymore, and 
everything is still working okay, like, the, the island still exists and is doing everything they want, but it just feels like everything is just, like, something, something's been taken away from them. And Honey Badger goes and sees him and is just devastated, and, like, you know, Beast is just trying to just, you know, brush that off as just being like, uh, she's just a child, you know, she's being emotional about this this island, but everything's under control, I've done the right thing, I've done the hard thing, but it was the right thing to do. But, uh, she says at one point, like, she's not upset about the holiday being gone, she just wants Krakoa to feel better because she likes Krakoa, because Krakoa is a mutant and her friend. And then in that moment, Beast sort of kind of snaps out of it for the first time in a very long time, and is sort of like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? And sort of, like, starts to realize, like, oh, I've gone very, very wrong. And he sort of, like, has a moment of clarity. He's like, he's wait, sort of like, oh. I'm dark, apocalyptic beast. Yes, he's he's become quite the dark beast indeed. So he sort of realizes, again, like, he's sort of, he, he just legitimately feels bad. He feels, like, terrible that he's done this and made this, made her feel so bad. And sort of like, ah, so that he just sort of has to, like, fix things. And uh, his, his heart may grow uh, back to a human... Or mutant-sized heart, and uh, maybe puts him on the path to becoming the old beast again. So this is my Christmas parody story that also is a fixed beast uh, episode of this podcast. Done. We're done. Well, I guess we don't have to do that fixed beast episode next week now. Oh! <laughs> I was just going to say more mutations. Give him wings. Maybe that'll teach him <laughs> a lesson. On, on his ankles. Yeah. Yeah! Wings everywhere. Wings where he yeah. had no wings before. On his wrists, every joint has has wings. No hair where he had hair before. Uh. Yeah. Warren walks in and being like, hey everybody, I think I'm finally going to be relevant to- What the- <laughs> I'll kill you! What are you still doing here? one thing! <laughs> I like it. Well, I liked- That's I liked- it. All of that. Those were all. Yeah, I, I think we should put Those that in an anthology book where we use all of the characters and just uh, change their colors and uh, we can't get sued mm-hmm. that way, right? Yeah, that's how it works. That, legally, I think that is how the law works. Yeah. Legally. It's color rules. It's color changing rules. Yep. Yeah. If it's we dip satirical. Them all, we dip the comics in cold water and they color change. <laughs> you you rub them and they 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 become a different color, hyper color. And I hyper will color pages. Let me just let me just put my Hawkeye comic in this. Oh God! <laughs> well, I think that yeah, that'll that'll about do us for the week. But uh, yeah. before we go, should we say who we are? Who we are? It's what we do every week. Mm. It's the uh, last part I'm Bry. I'm gonna go. I'm going. My name is Bry Kotick. Uh You can read Welcome to Hereafter, the comic that I have done. And we'll do again at welcome to hereafter.com. I've been having so many ideas and thoughts lately. I'm really, really, really need to get some pages done. And I'm really hoping I can uh, over a little holiday break. Yeah, Please go do. for it. But uh, check out welcome to hereafter.com. Maybe something new will be there. Probably not, but maybe. But if not, there's hundreds of, of pages for you to read. There's tons of pages, tons of stuff to read to get up to get up to date. Mm-hmm. That's what I keep telling everybody. Yeah. Uh, my name is Kyle Lees, and you can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com. I've I've also got comics. Uh, you can you can check out comics there. You, well, you can buy comics, or you can just download this one for free at uh, bit.ly slash ninjas. There you go. There's my first book. Just take it. Uh, 
You can also check me out on Instagram at the Kyle Lees or my store at the Kyle Lees Shop. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Sassy. Ah, oh, Sassy. Sassy, Sassy. Sassy. Uh, Sassy. I'm Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca, um, or Merk on Facebook, Merk or not, like Astronaut on Instagram. I got lots of stuff on my shop. Uh, there's a couple of books, um, prints, T-shirts, stickers maybe? I don't even know what's on my website anymore. I need to update that. But uh, we, you can find Better all of us. You can find all of us plus a Mr. Ryan Mackett at uh, Thunder, the Thunder Bay Country Market upstairs at the Weird Works Studio booth. Um, mm-hmm. We are there Saturdays 8 until 1 um, or Wednesdays 3.30 to 6.30. Uh, you have a bevy of stuff to choose from to fulfill your gift needs for your geek nerd friend or yourself. Give yourself a gift. Mm-hmm. Make yourself You deserve happy. it. Make you deserve give it. Give a give a gift to Doug. We give Doug a hard time, but uh, Doug That's deserves true. love. He does. Uh, yep. And a big thank you, as always, to Ocean City Defender Cape Preston Merkley for the a wonderful music that he has done for us over the years. Uh, check him up under Ocean City Defender. Not the game, but the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't. We'll check game. out the game too, but check out the music. I'll have that game. Put them together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna track that down. I need to. I need to own that game. That needs to join the collection mm-hmm. just out of just out of principle. Yep. True. All right. Well, until next week, uh, send Bry that game. Just do it. Just send do that. send me it. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Kind of a farty clap, but uh, he looks at his hands. What have I done? What have I done? The ear pocket was just perfect, or it was just a (laughs) fart clap. I killed my boy. Love those. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It does indeed end in a weird poop. Oh, no.